welcome to the Debunking Your Growth Mindset podcast with Sean McCambridge. In this podcast, we will unpack practical ways to help you grow and build on your current mindset and challenge old habits so you can see the potential that's within us all and learn how to get out of your own way. Hey guys, trust you well. Uh, coming to you from uh, home again, obviously whilst uh, in the COVID phase, but um, yeah, we've got a really uh, cool summary coming up here in this podcast uh, with um, New Zealand cricketer uh, Susie Bates, a wonderful human being. Uh, a couple of quick things we sort of touch on with Susie is the, uh, well, I guess, following your heart and trusting your instinct. I think too often in life uh, we might have a view, but we don't always have the heart, courage to pursue that. Um, she also talks about how one conversation uh, or interaction with former New Zealand Olympian uh, and cyclist uh, Sarah Alma changed her life and, and opening her eyes to what is possible and, and what you can achieve if you set your mind to it. Um, and then also uh, the last sort of point we sort of touch on is uh, one that Gilbert Anoka, the uh, mental skills coach of the All Blacks, also touches on and that uh, not all moments uh, are equal and sometimes there's certain moments or opportunities in life uh, where making certain choices uh, have a massive impact and we sort of talk about about uh, using setbacks uh, as a motivator as opposed to forming a victim mentality. So really interesting uh, summary there with Susie. Um, next one we go on to is Tyrone, Tyrone Tonga, um, fantastic uh, individual also. Uh, he runs a boxing gym that myself and my sons have attended for quite some time. And um, he's also a former professional boxer himself. So we talk about the fact that uh, all boxers experience fear. It's how you navigate that fear and what you do with that fear. And he talks about Mike Tyson, one of the most uh, uh, fearsome pe- people in the uh, in the world at different times. He also experienced fear, so it shows that everyone does that. Um, also, we talk about how boxing is giving him uh, or giving him uh, you know, wonderful uh, upside in terms of self-confidence, discipline and character. Uh, I'm also experiencing that with the journey I'm embarking on with my children, so we, we touched on that a little bit as well. And last but not least, and, and I'm a big advocate of that, is we talk about how he's created this sense of community and uh, some of the benefits that come out of that. So I uh, really hope you enjoy this short summary from two fantastic human beings. And just finally, guys, uh, trust you're staying safe and well during this challenging time. Looks like we're making some great headway uh, with the virus, which is fantastic. So continue to stay safe, and thanks again for listening in. Thank you. Susie Bates. So Susie is from my hometown in New Zealand called uh, Dunedin. She went to school with my sister and played cricket with her. She's a dual international, basketball and cricket. She's one of the nicest people you're ever likely to meet, and her track record in both sports speak for themselves. Uh, She's clearly talented, but she also has this desire and drive to become the best she can. But I think also in speaking to her, you get this notion that, you know, despite the accolades and the success she has had, you get this notion of she's had this battle or challenge with self-doubt over time. But she's found a way to prevail. And, uh, you know, one of the things that she sort of talks about is the courage or the willingness to follow your heart 
and trust your instinct. And there's been many different examples of where she's had to choose and uh, you know back herself. Be that Doi, I think she had the opportunity to go over to the US uh, to become part of the W. NBA or become a professional cricket player. She had both opportunities and she had to make that choice, but she felt that maybe where she was best served to pursue was that uh, career in cricket. And that's gone on to become a very successful career path for her. But I think, you know, one of the things as a, as a child or also an adult, it's how one conversation can change your life. So she recollects back to being a young high school student where the former New Zealand cyclist, Sarah Ulmer, come to the school and delivered a speech. And the message that she took from that speech was, it's possible. You can achieve your goals if you're prepared to go after it. And I think in that moment, she opened her eyes to the fact that she could represent New Zealand. She could go after her goals. And I think when you open your mind to the fact that that is possible, I think that has a a big impact, be that as a child, be that as an adult. So that one presentation or conversation with Sarah Alma had a profound impact on the rest of her life. And I think, uh, you know, that sort of reminds me back to Uh, The fact that certain moments in life can really shape and define your future. And I think that example with Sarah Ulmer is definitely true with Susie. And uh, Gilbert Anoka, the mental skills coach who um, we've had um, present at Stella, uh, amazing individual, had a big impact on the success of the All Blacks over a period of time. He talks about the fact that not all moments are equal. There's certain moments in life where you have to make the right choices, you have to step up, and that those moments can have a profound impact on the rest of your life. So I think that notion of you know being conscious of choice and certain moments in your life when they come along can really shape the rest of your life for better or worse. But clearly Susie's a great example of someone who's made some great choices uh, with that. And I guess one of the last stories I'd sort of quote with Susie is when she was at high school and I think she was on track to represent New Zealand with uh, basketball and she had some feedback from a coach was pretty honest uh, robust feedback to say that she wasn't fit enough she wasn't at that level and if she didn't maybe that would impact her decision to uh, represent uh, her country and her first immediate response was to go back to her family and say basically this isn't fair this isn't right all the rest of it she quickly pivoted from I guess that victim mentality to bugger you I'm going to prove you wrong and as a young child she started going to the gym to get that level of fitness and all the rest of it and I think she knew in her heart that she wasn't at her best and she had to do something about that so rather than adopting that victim mindset she thought I'm going to uh, I'm going to have a crack at this and 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 clearly you know maybe that's a good example of if she had gone the other way the rest of her life and the rest of her career would not have looked the same so it's uh, I, I really enjoyed the catch up with Susie she's a lovely individual and she deserves all the success that she's got. Tyrone Tongia, or as he's affectionately known, uh, the Cyclone, or Cyclone. So Tyrone, uh, fantastic human being, great guy, former professional boxer, and now uh, business person of uh, Cyclone Boxing. 
Um, he took me originally on a journey in my second corporate boxing fight with uh, that executive leadership group I'm involved in called YPO, where we had to train with our fellow members for uh, a number of months and then ultimately fight uh, one another in front of all our wider peers. So I think there's about 100 people in the crowds that are – so you've got all these competitive, ambitious people training to fight one another and then fighting in front of your peers. Uh, And with that, you know, some people were crack ribs. uh, I had a blood nose. There was one knockout. So it certainly was respectful, but it was still, uh, I I guess, uh, fairly real and raw, the, the fighting. So... Yeah, I've been fascinated with boxing for a long time because I just think it takes so much courage to jump in the ring. And that was my honest question, if I'm honest about myself. It was, you know, deep down, I never told anyone that, but I think it was, have I got it in me to jump in there and fulfill this? Because certainly plenty of times in my youth, I would have shied away from that and not taken on that challenge, not gone anywhere near there. Uh, I decided to take that challenge on. So Cyclone helped me with my... Second fight, and in the podcast with him, what we talk about is this great quote from uh, Cus DeMonta, which was the first boxing coach that took Mike Tyson to become world champion, I believe, or, or he passed away just before he became world champion. And he's got this quote as in, you know, uh, talking about boxing in general and, and the best of the best, and it goes something like, the hero and the coward feel the same thing and he's referring to fear anxiety nerves all that sort of stuff but then it goes it's what the individual does with that that defines whether or not they're a hero or a coward meaning that they feel the same thing the hero pushes on uh, towards the challenge the fight the opportunity the coward decides or chooses to retract remove or not take on that cower from that. So I think it's important to note that uh, in that two things. Firstly, sometimes you think people have got superhuman powers or strengths to take on those sorts of high-pressure, stressful situations, and they're not fearful. I think the point is everyone's fearful to some degree, but it's what they do with that that defines whether or not they become the hero or the coward. And I guess, you know, back to that notion of choice, there's definitely an element of choice in there. So... I think that's uh, one of the things. Um, certainly, he touches on how boxing has given him, you know, the, in terms of self-confidence, uh, discipline, and really built character for him and other people that he sees that uh, go through his gym. And uh, that's why uh, for two or three years now, I've been going to father and son boxing private lessons with another good friend of mine and his boy. And... Uh, yeah, oh, I guess my desire is to help young Jonty and my other boys now go through the same process of building, uh, I guess, that self-confidence, discipline and character just so, you know, they can hold their own, they can look after themselves and, and I think you learn a lot about yourself in the boxing room. Sometimes, you know, it's those things of navigating fear and you've got to be strategic and you've got to get outside your comfort zone all that sort of stuff. So, you know, I want my boys to have that and uh, already I know that uh, – when confronted with a bully at school, Jonty was much more confident in navigating that uh, situation. And I think prior to, to boxing, I think uh, he would have really struggled with that. So he definitely touches on that, which is cool. It's good to have the kids part of the journey. I think the last part of Cyclone that I don't know if we necessarily touched on in the podcast, but it's one that 
Brent's true to me is he's created a great community or network through the gym of like-minded, proactive, driven, determined, but just really nice and respectful people. So you go in there and you kind of feel like you belong. The common denominator is uh, like-minded, driven, respectful, nice, genuine people. And I think Cyclone has probably been a little bit selective about who becomes part of his community there. But it's really nice to reconnect with people inadvertently, I think, uh, deliberate or, or, or not. There's uh, business deals that take place and friendships that develop and all that sort of stuff through the, the, the gym. So I think uh, not only has he created a place where, uh, like young Jonty, my boy, can build self-confidence, discipline and character, it's also uh, he's built a community, which is really nice to be part of, I think, uh, and connect to. So that's what I really took away from uh, – I guess my time uh, in the podcast and ongoing with uh, Tyra.